Southern Vanguard Radio. This is DJ John Doe. Woo. And to the left of me is my man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cappuccino Meeks. Big Meeks. Long weekend Meeks. Eddie hey, Cappuccino's up? Some motherfucking Meeks in What's up, homie? Not much, man. I'm... Man, this is two two Sundays in a row. You have come in just I don't have, dressed up. And I don't have nowhere else to wear this shit, man. So <laughs> you wear it to my house. That's bad. Yeah, it's, I come out. I get fresh. <laughs> I come over here once a week. I don't have nowhere else to wear. I'm not going to brunch. I'm not. I'm not in You're the not club no more. No. Nah. No. Okay. Nah. All right. I'm sorry. So I I do. Well, it. I appreciate you dressing up for me. You know me. I, I do not. I, I don't even have fucking socks on. So well, you know, I, I got mean, a t-shirt. You at home? You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> I, I I I'm a gentleman. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you I, are. I, you I are. learned at an early age that you know you go out accordingly. <laughs> so I'm out here. Cheers, man. Cheers to you. Yeah, man. Yes, sir. It ain't nothing. On that Ezra uh, 90, 99 proof tonight. Yeah, no, 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 107. I think oh, I, this I, is I think 107. I picked the 107 back up. Yeah. Oh, it's one of them nights. Always got work tomorrow. I still got to get my ass up. I don't have to get up like to work and do the school routine and all that shit. So. Yeah, hundred seven proof. One hundred seven. Uh, this episode and interview <laughs> session will be epic, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Get ready. I don't know, man. After last week's, I don't know what can top last week. If y'all didn't go oh, back, that shit's fucking crazy. If y'all, if you guys, if you guys want to hear some funny shit, go back to episode three hundred two. <laughs> you want to talk about the most random ass episode? <laughs> like damn near put you in tears, boy. I don't know what Meeks and I were on, but we were on some shit last yeah, week. We was on some shit. Yeah. <laughs> Sound like we about to be on some shit tonight. So, of course. So buckle up. Of course, of yeah. course. But yeah. other than other than that, we can go on okay, man. Yeah, I, I just you know, I'm just trying to chill all the way the fuck out. Uh I can't say that I'm being successful. You're not right, yeah. But um I got one more day to get in, so I'm looking forward to it. All right, well the weather's holding up. Yeah, the weather is great. Yeah, yeah weather's killer right now. The weather man. is great. Gotta love it. Yeah. All right. Yep. Yep. Cool. Well, let's uh, let's get into it. It's Southern Vanguard Radio. We drop twice a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tuesdays is a mix show. Thursdays is an interview session. Uh, we only play new. <coughs> excuse me. We only play new hip hop here. So uh, all the all the latest and greatest brand new shit cut up and sliced up and mixed and presented in a in in the most proper way that we uh we know how to. Yes. And uh, you know, Meeks and I drinking some generally some good bourbon. And some good burrs. Yeah, the homie got and, a couple of variety packs. Yeah, we we yeah we're we're, we're, we're we have some cho- selection tonight. Yeah, victory and uh, new victory realm. and new realm. Yeah. yeah, victory. That's PA, right? I think uh, victory brewing's Pennsylvania. I believe you could be right. I'm I not believe sure. it is. Yeah. yeah, a new realm's right here in the ATL. Right here, ATL. Yeah, yeah. And um, so yeah, so that's on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Uh, last week we had. Who do we have last week, Meeks? We had, uh, oh gosh, Midas the Beast was on uh, for our interview session. We had DJ yeah. Two Tone Jones. Two Tone Jones and uh, uh, Mid Mix. Yeah, the Mid Mix. Yeah. And, uh, and we actually dropped an interview that was supposed to drop two weeks prior DJ Bonds and DJ Breeze. That's right. uh, the new Elements documentaries out now. Yes. Uh, super dope. Make sure you go check that out. Absolutely. Meeks, we have some affiliates as well to help us get the good word around, don't we? We do. We have ATLHipHop.com, I am Classic, Raw Radio.net. Return of the Boom Bap, WRBB, X-Squad Radio, X-Squad Affiliates, all those here in Atlanta. 
And then we venture out to the West Coast with Soul Public Radio, Cali. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, let's get into it. Let's go. So uh, this is an interview session this week. Oh, wait, I didn't tell everybody where they, did I tell everybody where they could go find it? Tell them All now. the podcast platforms, SoundCloud, MixCloud, yeah. Apple uh, Podcasts, uh, Spotify Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, YouTube. Uh, we put uh, uh, interview, uh, the interviews that we do, that we have video of, actually go up on YouTube or dope. You want to catch some visuals. Uh, the mixes go up there as well. Um, but yeah, make sure you subscribe, share, like, all that good shit. Tell somebody, uh, you know, and, and help, help us spread the word about this show. No doubt. All right. Now, back to the introduction. Yes. This gentleman here, uh, you know, it's one of those things where, I mean, we're we're, we're about to hit, what, our seventh year anniversary, Meeks, in yes, January? Sir. Yes, sir. You, you type in this gentleman's name, and it comes up at least 25, 30, 40 times, maybe, in the playlist across the years. Yeah. Uh, so we've been playing his music for a long time. Actually, I don't know why we haven't interviewed him by now. It's kind of odd when just looking back at it, but you know, sometimes it just works, works like that. Um, well, he's a busy, busy cat. He's a very busy man. Yeah, He's a busy man. Um, you know, most of motherfuckers on stage, you I know, mean, regularly, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he, he goes for it. You know what I'm saying? No and, doubt. and, uh, that's that's about all I can say about that. It no wasn't doubt. it wasn't any ill. It ain't no ill oh, no. shit on either no, side. No, no, not at all. But uh, he a busy, busy cat, man. And it happened organically too. Yeah, yeah. The, the homie cat sent us the new um, what was it? The that's new right. DJ Eves. Yeah, that's right. Eves. Uh, joint Ives. featuring Ives. Ives featuring yeah. uh featuring this gentleman. That's right. And Daniel Son and DJ yeah. Clips. And uh, that's we just kind of started chatting. So anyway, without yeah. any further ado. The one and only Ren Thomas. Ren Thomas. What's going on? How are you guys? We good, man. How are you? Congratulations on seven years. That's wild. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Feel like it, man. It's yeah. uh, it's coming and going. That's all I can say about it, man. But we had a good time this whole time, so we're gonna keep it up, man. Thank you, seriously. Good, good. Yeah. I tried to do a podcast last about seven episodes. So. <laughs> seven episodes. <laughs> <laughs> It's not easy, yeah, man. Nah. It's not like, easy. Like I was saying before we started, like, you know, I, you guys have been playing my music for years, and I, I very, very much appreciate that. You know, uh, <clears throat> I get, I do a lot of features, so a lot of times uh, I don't see uh, where things end up, mm -hmm. or a lot of times the features don't come out, but mm -hmm. a lot of the features that I've done over the last few years always end up on you guys' show, so. Yeah. Thought it was right to send you guys the new album and get your perspective on it. And you know, no this doubt. is my first this is my first run in uh four years of actually dropping my own music. So Okay. Yeah. We appreciate it, Ren. We're looking forward to it. Definitely. Uh definitely gonna get into Thank some you. of the uh the album on the mix coming up. Right. Yeah, yeah three oh three. Episode three oh three. Yes, yep. sir. So so Ren, let's just kick it off, man. Tell us about the record, man. Start there. Thirty three is the name of the album. It's it's out now only yeah. on Bandcamp, I believe, right? Yeah, so I'm doing the uh, band camp for two weeks, and it'll be on all the streaming platforms uh, just to give. I mean, it's it's probably more. I, I want to make some money off of it before uh, you know I put it up and basically give it away for free forever. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So you know, get the fans to you know show some love and support and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, the album's called Thirty Three. Uh, it's fully produced by Nem Nieves, uh, formerly known as Nemesis. And, uh, you know, me and him, we, we go back like a long, long time since, uh, since probably, uh, like 2006 mm. and every project that I've ever done, any compilation album that I've ever done, he's always had a little bit of a part in it, at least a beat or two on, on, on everything. 
And I just think like he's a super talented cat and he just like he really wasn't getting um, like the the looks that I I believe he should be. And me and him had always kind of thrown around the idea of uh, doing a whole project together. Then we had about like four, four joints in the tuck for a while. And then I basically took those and, you know, added uh, a bunch of more records. And then we cut it down to 11 tracks. And uh, I got features on there from Rashid Chappelle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Melissa J, who's a singer out of Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, Silent Night, uh, who is a rapper that I came up with out in Jersey. And then I got the Legends, Pace One and Elder Sensei on a joint. Yeah, and I'm really, really happy about the project. Everybody that's involved in the project is from Jersey, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I, it, it just seemed to happen that way. And yeah. then the last piece that I needed was a singer for this one record. And I was like, let me see. And I just put up a post on Instagram and she reached out and she had a beautiful voice. And then she came to the studio, wrote the shit, laid it, and that was it. That's dope. Hey, Ren, hold on one second. I need to hit record on something. Okay, hold on. Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, here. Recording in progress. There we go. Cool. Um, all right, so we're good now. Sorry about that. No problem. Um, hey, Ren, what was it like um, pulling all the features together? Was it a was it a struggle, uh, or was it uh, was it pretty seamless? It was pretty seamless. I have a relationship with L and Pace. Uh, we've known each other forever and I literally just sent them the record and they sent me like within a couple of days, both their verses back. Uh, Rashid Chappelle recorded the joint in the studio with me and then we sent it out to Silent Night. He got it back. Like I said, the girl that sings the chorus on Water to Wine, she just pulled up to the studio, came in, laid her shit. And it was it was very, very, very easy putting this, uh, at least the features together. That's dope. And then... Uh, my man Neff, who is uh, my touring DJ as well, he's a, like a phenomenal mix master. Uh, he works uh, at Time Is Money Studios with Terminology and uh, Static Selector and all those guys. So he he mixed and mastered the whole project. That was a great experience too. We just sat in the studio and he made me sound way better than I think I am. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's a talented dude right there, man. It, we, we played a lot of joints off his last album too, actually, which was yeah. incredible. So. Uh-huh. Yeah, so he, uh, me and him are in a group together called Lost and Found. He does all the beats. Uh, we're, we we put out an EP, uh, I guess, two. I, 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 I'm so bad with time now because of those two years that are, like, yeah. missing in my yeah, life. Yeah. Uh, mm. So I guess it was probably three years ago we put out a project called Lost and Found. And, uh, yeah, he's a good dude, man. I didn't even know he was a producer. I thought he was, like, Static's friend. Like I would go to Static Studio and be hanging out and shit, and this dude would always be there. And like I didn't oh, really? okay. like ever ever really talk to him. And then one night Static was like, yo, let's go to the bar and check out my man. So we went out and Neff was DJing. And I'm like, Oh, you DJ? He's like, Yeah, I make beats too. And I was like, Okay. Word. <laughs> and he was like, Give me your email, I'll send you something. And he sent me a beat, and I was like, Yo, this shit is crazy. Like, do you really do this? And he was like, yeah, that's what I do. I'm like, I was like, oh, all right, cool. Like, like I guess that. we'll do a project together. <laughs> no doubt. That's dope. That's what's up. So it's all Jersey from a feature standpoint then on this joint. Was that on purpose or? No, it kind of just happened that way. Okay. Uh, I, I've done projects in the past where I felt like I had too many features and I mm. wanted to keep this more. Uh, the album is is very much so about like the rise and fall of my career in passing in, in present year, uh, passing years. Like, uh, you know, in, uh, 2017, I, I was Sway's top 10 and I won team backpack. 
And then I was on television with the VH1 show with Rick Ross and, right. and, and all that. And my career was like on this crazy trajectory. And then uh, things like started to get in the way. Like uh, my my ego got out of control. I was I was a maniac for a really, really long Uh-oh. time. And then uh, <laughs> so this album is, is kind of my introspective on all of that. Yeah. You know, Ran, like, uh, real yeah. quick. Give me, give me a, give me a time when your ego was on one thousand. A situation, uh, a situation, or whatever. I'm trying to think. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's that's. That's <laughs> too, many, too many to talk no, about. He just thought of I one. Mean, he just thought of one I and pushed it to the back of his brain. That's what happened right there. Yeah, I don't want to think about. That okay, I got you. I got you. I guess like you it know, must have really been bad. Man. <laughs> <laughs> like being in being in uh one time I was in uh Magic City with Ross and Wale and Meek and like some bouncer like was like, yo, you can't you can't go up uh, go up in this section. And I was like, I, I like flipped out, I called him a piece of shit. <laughs> and then like he saw he saw that I was with Ross. Yeah. This was during the filming of the TV show. Yeah. And Ross was like, yo, he's with me. And the bouncer was like, Oh shit! And I was like, "Yeah, suck my fucking dick!" <laughs> and like, <laughs> that's the kind of time, like that's the type of time I used to be on. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to grow up. You know what I mean? I'm right. trying to become a better person. Right, right, but like, right. You know, my ego was definitely like very highly boosted uh, during those few years when the run was like, it was, it was great. Everything was going good, and I was selling out tours and and and. Uh, you know, I was coming back to my hometown and selling out shows where I'm from. And, yeah, you know, it, it felt like everything was just going to continue to be that way. And then I kind of stopped putting in as much work mm-hmm. like creatively. Uh, I got a little stagnant and then music changed. Uh, like, I feel like during that period, right, is when like West Side Gun and all these guys came in and like I, I knew them. Like before a lot of people knew them because they were cool with Sean Price. And Sean Price was like one of my really good friends. And uh rest in peace to Sean. No and doubt. uh like I met I, I heard about them before they were really popping, but when they came in, all the producers kind of changed. They all started making like the down tempo shit. And I started rhyming on that kind of shit, and it just wasn't for me. And I kind of mm-hmm. like, you know needed to go back to like that. This project is more of what I've always wanted to do. You know what I mean? It's more boom, bap, hip hop shit. It's not that down tempo. Like I I enjoy a lot of that stuff, but sure. I'm not, I, I I don't, I don't talk about, you know, moving bricks. And I feel like that's the kind of shit that sounds best over that kind of music. And uh, I tried to make some like introspective stuff over like, you know, where it should be Real like, grimy. you want to uh, yeah. hear Conway shoot somebody in the face. And I'm telling yeah. you about like this girl who broke my heart. Grade, you know what I mean? so it's like, it didn't really work out. And, uh, you know, then over, over the last uh, two years, I got married, I got a crib, you know, and, uh, a lot of those things kind of eased me back. And, yeah. and I was like, yo, like I, I fell back. I, f- I figured out like a balance in life. And then I was able to be like, all right, let me go back after this. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that's dope. make another run at it. Yo, well, I saw, I saw one of your wedding pics. It looked like it was a fly event, Ren. Yeah, it was wild. Yeah. It was wild. Where'd you get married, Ren? Did you uh, go somewhere? A place, or? Called the Vene- a place called the Venetian in New Jersey. Ah, okay. okay. All right. 
So the Venetian. That's where like all the people from Jersey Shore got married. It's like <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right. It's a fancy ass venue. That shit, but it was official. cool. We had a plan. Biggie, give me the loot, and you know, yes, it was dope. Nice, that's ill, man. Well, look, I mean, I mean, it it goes a long way to say you actually realize that about yourself, man. Because some people are like they're in maniac mode, and it, they just it, they just actually end up just being on a path of just total destruction. So. Yeah. Yeah, it takes yeah, a lot I, to I, like I was, realize that and admit it and come to terms with it and reset and do whatever you know. Yeah. So good for you for you know getting yeah, it together. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm still, I, you know, I'm, I'm I'm still a work in, in progress. But you know, I, I I had to dial back all the partying and all that shit because that shit was wild too. Like we yeah. were just I was drinking handles of vodka every day on tour and it was yeah, you yeah. know yeah dang gets out of control like i wake up and i'm like damn we're in michigan i thought we were in montana like we dang. were four days ago like what, you know what i mean it was yeah, just like yeah. had to had to dial it back and and uh i forgot how much i loved creating music because when you're like touring and stuff like that you're not as creative you're kind of just going through the motions especially like i said with the with the big head at the time and all that shit and you know yeah, yeah. uh and then and then a big thing uh too was I started getting a lot of money for features. Okay. And I did 400 features in two years. Holy shit. Damn. That's yeah. why we played so many. That's <laughs> why we songs. played so many records, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Damn. Right. Damn. Like, you probably heard a million records from me, and none of them are mine. You know right. what I mean? But that's, <laughs> yeah. that's what I realized. I realized yeah. that, too. I was like, yo, I'm, like, spending all this time just creating for other people and, like, chasing a quick check. You know what I mean? Because it was like, the money was good, and I was having fun and then i was like damn like i don't know what i'm doing now yeah, and uh yeah. probably then became I easy I started, for you to do too right like you just got that muscle it probably became easy for you to do because you're just in that motion so like turning yeah, around I mean, 16 i, I, I write like, 16 bars in 10 minutes right so like right yeah like uh, a, a dope story uh me and mickey fax one time we uh we have a record called the tale of two renegades and we sat in the studio and we raced each other to see who could finish first. And I think he finished in eight minutes and I finished in nine. Oh, okay. And like that, that record's hardest on me and Nest Project, Lost and Found. Nice. Man, that's dope. Hey, Ren, was, so a, like, um, was, um, uh, were you pretty much naming your own price uh, as far as the features was concerned? Yeah, I mean, I had like a base price, mm-hmm. but, you know, if I knew cats or like they sent me something I liked, but then it became like I was that guy on the internet, like, yo, hit me if you need a feature. You know what I mean? And then like, <laughs> yeah. because my rent was due and like, you know, things uh, were a little tight. And then I'm doing like fucking $150 features for some dude in fucking South Dakota. And I don't know who he is, what his stances are on things yeah. in life. Like, who do you, you know? And then I started thinking about that. Like, say I do a song and then some crazy dude says some bullshit on the internet. And right. then it comes back to me where they're right. like, Oh, well you rock with him Cause you did a record with him. And it's right. like, I don't even know dude. He just sent me money. <laughs> yeah. So I dialed it back and I was like, you know what? I upped my price. And then I was like, I'm sticking to it. Hit my manager. And that's it. Yeah. 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 Gotcha. And we have to like vet the people too. And like, make sure that like, they're not some fucking crazy conspiracy theory Nazi or some crazy wild shit. You know what I mean? No doubt. No doubt. Huh. That's interesting, man. Um, Yeah. So, so so when did you make a conscious decision to like sit down and make 33? Like, did did you actually say, okay, it's time to work on, you know, an album or did it just happen naturally or? Uh, So it, 
we had the record, the uh, the second track on the project called uh, Talk of the Town. And that record was made right after I did television. I came back home after after the, the, the show had aired and I was touring and stuff like that. And I came home and I did like a little viewing party and it was like my birthday. And like mm. every single person I'd ever met in my life showed up. Wow. And I was like, holy shit. Like Damn. all these people used to like, like they were mean to me when I was growing up. Wow. Like, yo, you think you're a rapper or something? Like I got in like thousands of fights over trying to protect my reputation back then. And now these people are like wearing my shirts to the shows. And I'm like, this is crazy. <laughs> like, and then, you know, I wrote that record right after that. And it's like, I wrote, I wrote part of it in LA. That's why I'm like, I'm, uh, I'm in the hills of L.A. wondering how did I get here? Because last year I couldn't imagine this would be next year. You know what I mean? Because it was like uh-huh. it was so crazy to me. And then uh, we made that record back then and we had it in the tuck and I, I was performing it and shit, too. And. Uh, then Nemesis, he like went quiet for a while. I'm, I'm going to continue to call him Nemesis, uh, even though that's not his name anymore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just because that's like people still call me Renegade. So, right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, so he like went quiet for a while and then he popped back up and started posting stuff on Instagram, like really dope beats. And I was like, yo, we still got that one record. We should do a couple more. So then we just started working on it. And, uh, the I guess like probably about right around before COVID we had basically had it finished. Mm-hmm. I went in and did like two more records and we cut a couple of things off, but just, just for cohesivity and shit. But yeah. it was, uh, it was definitely like, I right before COVID we were like, we're going to put this out and then things got messed up. And I was like, I don't really want to put an album out if I can't tour with it. And you know, right, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Right, so, right. Right. Yeah. Hey, is, it, Nem- it, uh, is Nemesis in, uh, is he in Jersey too? Or he's yeah. Some- okay. Yeah. All right. And me and him are both 33 right now. Oh, uh, damn. That's so that, that was, that was why we, so I was like, yo, how old are you, by the way? He was like, oh, I'm about to turn 33. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to be 33 in a couple of weeks. Yeah. So I was like, yo, I always, for some reason, I always uh, remember that Jesus died at 33. Mm-hmm. And uh, my, I'm a Boston Celtics fan. And, you know, I love Larry Bird. So we we made Larry, I, I hit up to this dude Zilla and I was like, can you make Larry Bird Jesus on a pane glass window <laughs> for this album cover? And he was like, yeah, I'll do it. And I was like, all right, cool. I got it back. And I'm like, I'm saying, putting yeah, I'll do it. I don't care. I love it. Larry so, Legend. That, that, that's why it's, you know. It's so Plus, there's a, uh, Wow. The, 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 the intro track, 33, uh, when me and my girl were dating when we were younger, she used to always be like, yo, like, when do you think you'll stop rapping? Mm. And I would always be like, when I'm 30. I was like, when I'm 30, I'm going to do stand-up or country music or something else. I'm going to do something different, right? She was like, if you don't make millions and millions of dollars, when are you going to stop? And I always said 30. So then I'm like, my girl said, how long are you going to do this? I said, I'll stop at 30. 33 with a new album. And I'm nice yeah, as right. ever. You know what I mean? So it's, like, it's, it's almost like a play on myself. Like, you know, I'm a hypocrite. Yeah. Got yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Got you. Damn, that's crazy, man. So, um, so you didn't record at uh, what's the name of the studio that Neff and and Terminal Time is Money, right? Is that in Time the, is Money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you didn't record there. You just you recorded it at the nah. crib or at Neff's, and then you guys yeah. sent it over. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I owned my own studio called uh, Feed the Wolves Studio. Uh, I don't know if I, I actually don't know if I recorded any of this there, 
but when when COVID happened, we I, I bought a house and so I built a studio in the crib, and I was like, all right, I'm gotcha. not. I got tired of uh, having to like record sessions for people whose music was terrible, and I, I hated doing yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Originally, it was supposed to just be a studio for me to have, and I had a partner who was supposed to bring the business in, but then he didn't bring any business in, and I had to do all the business too to pay the bills for the studio. And, right. That's how it ended up working. Yeah, this uh, fucking cover is dope. The cover's ridiculous. Oh my God. I know the cover's fucking yeah. ridiculous. Dog. Yeah, was, yeah. You need yeah. to you need to do some fucking posters for that bitch, yeah, man. That's, I, that's wow. Yeah, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do t-shirts. Uh, I got a whole bunch of shit. I, I really want to get it on vinyl too because I think it'll look cool big. Yeah. Oh yeah, that'll be a dope uh, album cover. Uh, yeah, man. That's salute, man. That's, that's, that's crazy. That is killer. That's crazy. Somebody so, said the other day, they were like, I didn't know who that was on there. And I was like, shit. what? And they were like, yeah, I just thought you just made up some random guy. I'm like, he has 33 on his chest. What? Man, take a take a close look. How could you? <laughs> I mean, the, to be fair, Larry's nose could have been a little bit bigger. But <laughs> it's not that far off, though. Well, I, I, I thought it was pretty, pretty good. <laughs> Here, here's the here's the thing though. What, what's great about this, Ren, is like th- there's actually multiple meanings behind this cover and oh, the yeah. title. Yeah. yeah, like there's there's actually like some 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 density and some you know thoroughness to this thing, and it's not somebody just like throwing some some whatever the fuck on the right. cover, right? Like right. that's my thing. I mean, you're 33. Nem Neves is 33. Jesus died at 33, Larry Bird. I mean, there's so much. Yeah. So, yeah. That's killer, man. That's all good. <laughs> That's killer. Thank you. Um, so, why'd you go to the band camp route first and then DSP? It just makes more business sense or wanted to try it? Or have oh, you- homie, real quick, we oh, made $7 on band camp. We made seven. I'm going to get, I'm going to cash app your cut to you. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Not even, Ren. Not even. <laughs> Stop playing. <laughs> I wish I wish I could send him three dollars and fifty cent right now, but I can't. <laughs> hey, you're gonna send me an I IOU. Mean, <laughs> <laughs> cut the, me an the IOU. Thing with, uh, the thing, the reason why I did the band cam, I mean, I guess it's a uh, selfish reason, but I wanted to make some money off of it first. Sure. Yeah. Uh, you know. Obviously, it'll get to more people when I stream it, uh, when I put it out through like DistroKid or whatever. But yeah, uh, to like, I, I wanted to see who, because when somebody buys something on Bandcamp, it actually shows you their name and stuff. Oh, everything. So yeah. I, I, I wanted to see all that, see who's actually supporting, see who's not, you know, that kind of stuff too. Well, you get a mailing uh, list out of that too, right? I mean, you get you get important yeah. data from stuff like that as well. So right, and and I feel like I feel like you, uh, I feel like you're an individual that Bandcamp would work for. Um, right, Bandcamp doesn't pop off for everybody. I think it's certain individuals that are consistent and you know um have the fan base have the fan base yeah. you know what i'm saying right. so yeah yeah i can i can see that working out for you pretty good yeah and you know you sell uh i don't know 100 200 units on bandcamp and you know you make 2 grand or whatever if you get you know 120 or 200 people to listen to you, to stream your shit you make about $3 right, so, you know right. i wanted to I wanted to at least get back what I put out for the project. You know no what doubt. I mean? Plus, I, you know, 
I also like that, you know, if somebody buys something from you, the next time you release something, it alerts them that you put something out, which yeah, is yeah. cool because, you know, you get the fans to keep coming back. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The band camp shit is amazing to me, man. Like, it's, it's, uh, the direct to fan shit with band camp is like, it's really the best shit out. It really is. There's, right. there's really no beating it. I, it's, it's funny how there's no other platform. <coughs> there's no other platform that's come along that is like, you thought you think that there would have by now, but there's really not. Yeah, I mean they've come and go. Uh, I I say that Bandcamp has pretty much stood the test of time, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean their 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 format and their their formula is it, it's tough to it's tough to it's tough to compete with. I say For that. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The thing you can uh, you could also like set up like you know. Say uh, you see that like 70 people bought it and, you know, they all live in Atlanta mm. and you could be like, all right, cool. I'm going to go do a show in Atlanta because I know that I'm going right. to get at least 70 people to come out to the show. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Or with like Spotify and stuff like that, you can see like where the region is, but you really don't. You know, I don't believe any of that. But they give you those numbers at the end of the year. Yeah, that everybody yeah, posts. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. just corny to me. It's yeah, cool yeah. about like, it's cool about Bandcamp too. Is uh, when they introduced uh, the ability to move physicals through there too. Yeah, so, that yeah. that's the thing too. I I sell a lot of units. Like people still buy my CDs. Okay. So like, and I know vinyl is like making a comeback. We did a uh, the last album on vinyl, the Lost and Found with Neff, mm-hmm. and. Uh, but people keep hitting me like, yo, when you dropping the CD link? And I'm like, damn, you got a CD player still? All right. right. Like, so, you know, people, people just want the physicals, I guess. You know what I mean? It's but, collectible and, shit and down too, man. You know what I mean? It's yeah, just collectible I sign, e- I sign each one and, you know. Yeah. yeah. Good shit. You just keep 10 in the stash. So, you know, after they've made their run on Discogs or eBay or whatever, you can uh, yeah, you can make, make your little run there. So, um, yeah. All right, that's cool, man. So, uh, were there singles for the record, or did you just drop it? Or I don't recall there being. So a single. I put out the song "Elephant Print." Okay. Uh, the video, the vid- I'm waiting for Underground Hip Hop to hit me back. They're gonna release the premiere okay. of the video for "Elephant Print." Okay. Uh, which is like a real weird video. Uh, we did some funny shit, some fun stuff. Who did the video? Uh, uh my man, White Boy Dope. Uh. I don't know his real name. I call him White Boy Dub. His name's Josh, but uh, <laughs> he's he's from uh, Rhode Island. He does. Uh, he has a company called Good Looks Media. Okay, and uh, right. he's fire. He he he's a great guy. Yeah, I enjoy working with him. Okay, so that's the first thing. And then, so we drop. I dropped that. Then, uh, so I do this thing called Wednesday. So every Wednesday, I put out a record. Mm. Uh, I did it a couple of years ago. And then dropped the project with all the records called Wednesday Volume One. Uh, and that came from the television show, too, because a lot of people would be like, because the show aired on Wednesdays. And then people started making uh, hashtags and tagging me. And it was like, tonight's Wednesday night. You know what I mean? Because I was like the favorite to win the show or whatever. And then um, I took that and I was like, yo, I'm going to just keep dropping. So right now I'm doing. Uh, Besides the album being out, I'm also the, the the first four joints that I released for the first four Wednesdays of this run uh, were singles off the project. So each week I, I dropped uh, I dropped Elephant Print first. Then the second week I dropped uh, Thirty Three. 
Then I dropped the joint with Pace and L this week called All I See. Mm-hmm. And then next week I'll drop Talk of the Town. And then I'll go into, I got a bunch of stuff in the stash that I recorded over the last two years that I'm just going to keep releasing. Nice. And right, so okay. my, my thing is to like, just keep putting out singles every Wednesday just for the foreseeable future. Uh, I like just constantly hitting people with new shit. And then on Saturday nights, I do this thing called Saturday Night Special where I do like a verse or, uh, you know, kind of like a freestyle, but not really. Um, it's like, I'll find beats that I'm like, ah, this, this would be dope to rap to, but I don't think I can make a song out of it. Gotcha. So, hmm. you know, I, I write 24 bars, I spit them and then I post the shit. And okay. It goes where it goes. All right. Nice. Just to keep dropping content. You know what I mean? Sure. You know, people, people forget. It's so crazy, man. I think about like when I was growing up and shit, how many times I would run an album back. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. When, when like, It's Dark and Hell is Hot came out, I fucking played it so many times, you know? And now it's like, people, I, I, even me, I do it too. I listen to an album one time, I never go back to it. Yeah. There's so much shit I got to hear every week, you know? Yeah. People are just constantly dropping shit. And there's yeah, so many true. fucking people. The, 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 the game is so congested, you know what I mean? And, like, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I don't really listen to many people, but, you know, I'm, I'm kind of bad in that way. Uh, I listen to like myself and I listen to like artists from the past that I grew up listening to. I don't really check for new artists like that unless like there's somebody I meet or I see them at a show or some shit like that. It's impossible to keep up with, man. I mean, this is like a recurring conversation here. Um, And obviously being a place that like plays new music. um, Right. But uh, you, um, you know, I think that I think what really separates um, a lot of folks from everyone else that I, I think a lot of people don't understand and that they don't take the time to do is like something can sound grimy and gutter and, you know, whatever and gritty, but it can still sound good, like sonically, like yeah. it still pops. There's still low end. It's still like that's kind of that's that's become like a big um I guess a delineator or a marker for us. Like it, it, at this point, if I get a record and it sounds like shit, I don't care who it is. Like you out, you're out period. Right. 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 And you'd be surprised, man. I mean, like there, there, you know, there are a lot of, you know, I, I know folks like they'll put music out and I know they spent some bread on features or whatever. And they right. just, they just half-ass it. And I'm just like, I, I just can't play this. It's just going to sound bad, you yeah. know? So, um, we're always concerned yeah, about, no, sure. you know, how stuff sounds in the mix and like things like that. Like that, that's, a, that's a big kind of like, you know, I feel like that separates folks a little bit. Um, it's just right. what, what, you know, what they, what, the, the time and the, the money really, frankly, usually that they spend on the back end, you know, getting it, getting it nice yeah. and tight and whatever. So, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's totally overwhelming. It's been really interesting too, uh, Ren to see the evolution of that. And you've probably seen it as well, just from a timeline standpoint, you mentioned like Wes and, you know, Griselda, but like when we first started the show in 2015, I mean, like I, I wasn't like scrambling to find music, but I wasn't overwhelmed. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like now it's just like, you've really got to like, you've really got to like put blinders on to a point or otherwise it's so hard to focus. Yeah. Yeah, It'll overwhelm me. So, um, yeah, no, I feel that. Yeah. So, um, let's talk about, I guess, um, a little bit about some of these prior projects, man. You, you mentioned that, I mean, you had the lost and found project with, um, with NEP, but you said with it's Neff. been, it's been three or four years since your last full length. Like, yeah. Uh, 2016, I think it was. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. what, 
Um, I've been I've been nice. Yeah. So uh, there was a Pete Rock joint on that as well. Is that right? So no. Yeah, but uh, kind of. Uh, okay. So the actual album doesn't have the Pete Rock version. Okay. Okay. Got it. Okay. The Pete Rock version. So I was doing a project with Lord Sear. So right. he was. Uh, one day we I wrote I wrote this record. I had this beat, which is the one the original. I've been nice. That's on the album. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, I went and picked up Sear and we were on our way to the studio and he played me a beat and he's like, yo, you got anything for this? And I'm like, uh, nah, but I'll write something when we get to the studio. And then we got there and he was like, yo, uh, that beat I played you, that's Pete Rock's beat. And I was like, okay. And he was like, so you need to do something fire. And I was like, well, I recorded this fire record this week. So I ended up redoing it just to try to impress Pete Rock. Uh, he hit us right back he hit us right back and was like yo i love it but you you got to put it out for promotional use ah okay and i was like all right that's cool as long as like you'll co-sign it like you know sure he posted it a bunch of times over the years and stuff so yeah uh then me me and pete ended up having a a good relationship after that Uh, we've talked we've had a bunch of talks about doing a full length together yeah uh just trying to figure it out uh But uh, yeah, that's how. So the Pete Rock record is the video, and it's right. it's also like. But on the actual album, the beat's different. Right. Yeah, I, no, I noticed that. I think I ripped yeah. this. I think I ripped the Pete Rock joint off YouTube, and I played it on the show. Actually, <laughs> probably because <laughs> I, I didn't yeah. have an MP3. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so how do you know Sear, man? Uh, we met. <laughs> So you know who Mr. Len is from? Uh, oh, yeah. oh yeah, from Company, Company Flow? Flow. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. All right, so Len Len used to come to these shows when we were kids. Like I was like you know I was in a group called the Backpack Superheroes when I was younger, and it was like twelve of us, and uh, <laughs> we used to like rip shit down at this bar. Uh, they used to let us throw shows there and shit. And Len used to come there, and I didn't really know who he was. I wasn't like the biggest Co Flow fan, but like okay. I know I know who they are now more than I sure. did then. And Len used to be like. Yo, you're, you're super dope. I like you a lot. And I was like, all right, cool. So me and him were always friendly. And people, uh, the other guys that I was with, they were a little older. They were like, yo, he's a legend. Like, you make sure you stay on his good side. And I was like, all right. So they were supposed to have a show one night out in Jersey, and it got canceled. So everybody went to this other, like, spot that played hip-hop. And I went in. I sit down at the bar. And there's this big dude sitting next to me. And we're talking about whatever's on the TV. And then I get up and I leave. And Len came over. And he's like, yo, so it was Sear that I was sitting next to. He comes over, he goes, oh, Sear, you know Ren? And he was like, nah, who's that? He's like, that big white dude that was sitting next to you? He's like, yo, he's he's the best rapper out here. And then he was like, oh, word? Give me his number. And then the next day, Sear called me, and he's like, yo, this is Lord Sear. And I'm like, okay. And he's <laughs> like, we were sitting next to each other last night. Len told me to hit you up. And I'm like, all right. And then our relationship just kicked off from there. And then, That's you know, crazy. That is we started crazy. working dope. on this shit. It's just, dope. just a random person I talked to in a bar. That was it. Yep. Damn, that's bugged out. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. That's a cool story. So that was your first yeah. full length then, right, Ren, or no? I mean, yeah, under my, uh, the name Ren Thomas. Right, okay. Uh, I, I do have, I have another full length that's only available on Bandcamp. And I literally... Uh, pressed up like a thousand copies and then just hit the road with them. Uh, mm-hmm. But I never put it out on stream and it's called Who the Fuck is Ren Thomas? Right, right, okay. And that was right when I changed my name. I quit Battle Rap. I, I was done with all that, like all that shit, doing grind time and all that. 
And I was like, like I want to focus on music. And I also wanted to change my name. Like the renegade thing was cool when I was younger and shit. But like, bro, you couldn't. The, the biggest thing was if you typed in renegade, a fucking truck came up. A Lorenzo Lama show came up. Fucking yeah. Eminem and Jay-Z came up. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And yeah, it was yeah. like, I was like, I actually got, I, I took the name from a wrestler. Right. Cause I, I'm mm. a big wrestling fan when I was a kid and I, I loved the ultimate warrior. The ultimate warrior disappeared. Like he bounced or whatever. And now, now people like know what happened, but, uh, there was a WCW had like a knockoff and his name was the renegade. Mm. I was like, that's a cool name. And then wow. I, I looked it up in the dictionary and I was like, I'm gonna call myself DJ renegade because I was a DJ first. Like when I was like eight or nine, I used oh, to really? DJ. Okay. My, my, my cousins were rappers. And they they never did shit, but they they I was like, yo, I, I want to hang out with them. They were older, so I was like, yo, I'll be the DJ, right? So like, I had like some new Mark bullshit, like CD yeah, yeah. drives that you could scratch on and shit. And I would I would hang out hang out with them, and they were rapping. And but I, I was like, yo, I think I could do better, you know what I mean? And I was like, my brother's like nine years older than me. So when I was a kid, I used to steal all his cassettes, and I like fell in love with Four Five Six by Cool G Rap. Mm. Uh, you know, uh, actually, the Milk Crate by Milk Bone was one of the CDs I stole. Yeah. Uh, uh, like the early Jay and Biggie shit, and uh, what else did he have? He had the fir- first Boot Clamp Click album. Mm-hmm. Uh, Capital Punishment, the Purple. Oh, yeah, Jake, you did like, all right, all man. That I stole from him. Yeah. yeah. So like, I'm 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 listening to all that when I'm like eight years old, watching my cousin suck at rapping, and then I'm like, yo, I'm I think I could do wow. this, right? So then I started to do the freestyle shit. And everywhere we went, we would go to like house parties and shit when we were like, you know, starting to go into high school and shit. And I would go there. And they'd be like, yo, where are you from? And I'd be like, oh, we're from Clark, whatever. And they'd be like, yo, y'all trash, you're corny, blah, blah, blah. We'd be like, oh, all right. And then some somehow a cypher would break out and I would just start eating cat. And they were like, yo, that white boy is crazy. Right. <laughs> so then that kind of I at, at like. At like 15 and 16, I was going to all the colleges doing the freestyle battles over beats. Mm. And I was killing these dudes that were like 25. Right. And uh, then from there, like, you know, uh, I met a dude named Tab and we put out a project called the Kenny Chang Tapes. Right. And and we got a deal off that. Wow. And then we got shelled from our label. And then. Uh, what label was it? Can you say? Uh, it was part of Universal. It was. uh called Vadir Music Group. It was this dude, Navel Hodge. Okay. And he he was a producer for Heavy D. Oh, so wow. Okay. He like he like lived familiar. in a mansion out in fucking Mount Vernon. I thought I was going to fucking hang out with LL Cool J and shit. Like, it, it ended up being all <laughs> bullshit, but yeah. whatever. It was a good learning experience. We signed sure. a shit deal. We got shelved. And then uh, yeah. during that period, uh, this dude, DJ Absurd from Jersey, he put out a project and it had me on a song with Pace One. And it was the single. And they sent me to a radio show. My whole life is serendipity, by the way. So yeah, yeah. they sent me to this radio show to go promote this single because Pace wouldn't do it. So I go up there uh, to, this, uh, to this radio station called Real Deal Radio, right? I'm up there. I uh, do the interview with the guys. They asked me to, to spit some other shit. I rapped on the show. And then they were like, yo, you're super dope. We, we, we want to keep bringing you back anytime you push it out. I was like, cool. I left. They called me up later that night and they were like, yo, there's a battle rap league in New Jersey and the championship match is tomorrow. And the one dude got locked up and he was like, you got that style. He's like, if I tell them that you should be in the championship match, will you come do it? And I went there and I won and Pumpkinhead and and, uh, Poison Pen were there and they were like, yo, you should come battling grind time. And I was like, 
holy shit, like grind time was the fucking coolest thing to me back then. Right. So then then I went on a run for like two years. I was undefeated. And then uh, grind time fell apart. And then uh, King of the Dot became like the new grind time. Yeah. And uh, it was all the way in Canada. I didn't have no money to get out there. And they were like, you can come do a tryout. And I was like, what the fuck, a tryout? Like, I've been killing dudes in New York. Right. And uh, I just decided to step back. And that's around the time that I was like, yo, the Renegade name is like cool, but I don't yeah, want to yeah. run away from it totally. Uh, and my middle name was Thomas. So I was like, yo, I'm just going to call myself Ren Thomas. I kind of like the way it sounds. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. you know, and then it, that that's basically how that all happened. And, Damn, that's crazy, crazy, man. That is crazy. Yeah, I didn't know that. I can't. So I, I have a five-year-old. I have a 10-year-old, a 13-year-old, right. and a 16-year-old, almost 16-year-old. So like my, my, clo- fucking, huh? my closest, <laughs> my closest to it's that. Very imagine, fertile. Imagine, very fertile, right? Ima- <laughs> very fertile. Imagine Tommy. Yeah. Right? Imagine Tommy sitting over there in the next room. He's up late because he, he didn't have school tomorrow playing Fortnite. Imagine if you got here, Meeks, and you walked in there, and he was listening to Only Built for Cuban Links. <laughs> right. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even do the show that night. I would. I would imagine, sit. I would imagine. sit there. I would sit there and walk him through each joint. I was like, imagine. "All right, Tommy. So you know why this this joint right here is so crazy? Yeah that that would. But but honestly, homie, I I mad. I I expect to see shit like that when I come here. Like I don't. I don't see your kids banging out beats on the turntables. Or I, tr- I mean, I try. I don't they just force don't it. have no interest. I don't force it. I don't try. I, I, <laughs> my, the the oldest. I, I gave him a. Um, I gave him my old machine. Uh, yeah, when he got his laptop, yeah, it sat in the corner. I'm like, hey man, look. He, I, I tell all of them. I'm like, look, if you want, you want to get into this. It's right here, but yeah. I'm not. I'm not gonna push you. Nah, nah, nah. But yeah, uh, yeah man, <laughs> that's that's bugged out, Ren, to be yeah. to be like absorbing that at eight years old, man. That's crazy. Yeah. And actually, it makes all the sense in the world Hell now. Yeah. You know, as it far was, as- it was so weird because I was I was like, I grew up in like a suburban, uh, basically white community, mm-hmm. and then like I'm listening to all these records and I'm relating to like a dude in California. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it made me. For some reason, I just fell in love with this shit. It was crazy. And then, you know, and then my cousin started rapping, and I was like, these dudes suck. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then, like, I was like, all right, let me, let me try this shit. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I wrote my first, uh, I re- wrote and recorded my first song to uh, Live My Lifestyle by Fat Joe. Uh, it, was a, it was a maxi single, so it had the beat, and oh, I, flip, I recorded yeah. a record. I was eight years old. Wow. And then, yeah, I put out my first like mixtape when I was in like eighth grade. I was like selling them in the school. But like, yo, all these, that's what I was saying before, all the older kids that were like in high school and shit, I would be like, you know, I'm like in eighth grade or whatever. I'm trying to like <laughs> hand, like get $5 for a mixtape. These dudes are like slapping them out of my hand and shit. Yeah. And I'm like mad. I'm like trying to get my cousins now to come fight for me. And they're like, yo, you, <laughs> you told us we suck at rap and we're not fighting for you. Yeah. <laughs> in your eighth you know? grade, you little fucker. Like, yeah, like, yeah. But it's crazy it out. to see, you know, 10 years later, these dudes are showing up at shows like fucking fans and shit. Yeah, that's crazy. dope. That's fucking dope, man. That's yeah, a dope man. story. That's L. Yeah. Mm. Well, Ren, my, um, my last one for you uh, for the night is uh, just going back to. Um, 
before your your uh your career got on that crazy uh trajectory um right. from being on VH1 and Sway in the morning and team backpacking all that um do you still have those connections and those contacts in intact uh is this a situation where you know once the once the pandemic eases up uh whenever the fuck that is that you could tap back into those connections and, and get back out there and make some things happen. Yeah. I mean, I think it would be easy for me to go back on sway. Uh, I'm still, I've never burned a bridge with nobody. I mean, I'm sure there's some people who don't like me or except that bodyguard cool, at magic city. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 Well, that guy was an asshole. Yeah. So, yeah. And, he, and, and, and I promise he's going to be all right. Yeah. Fuck him. <laughs> Uh, as far as like, you know, I, I have, I have a lot of connections to a lot of different people. Um, I, one of, one of the things that I, I guess was, a a hindrance to me is I don't like to ask nobody for nothing. Mm-hmm. So like, I'll have somebody's phone number and like, they'll tell me to hit them and I won't because I feel like uh, it's like me, like asking. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I won't text Pete Rock and be like, "Yo, you should send me a beat." Like, it, the 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 conversation is it usually ends up somebody reposts something of mine, and then I'm like, "Thank you," and then they're like, "Yeah, no doubt, you're super dope," and I'll be like, "Bet we should work sometime." And then they're like, "All right, come through." You know, like that's how shit worked with like Eric Sermon, and because I I got records with Eric Sermon, I got records with Rockwiler, I got Static Records, I got, but it was always uh like. I don't want to work with nobody, especially if I don't really know them. Right. Like I, I'm, I'm the stuff that I want to create. You know what I mean? Like not the feature stuff. And like, like I said, like, I'm not really doing that no more. Like I raised the price super high. So like if people want that, then they're going to have to pay for it. And like I said, I'm gonna have to like check out who they are and I'm gonna have to like the material. Um, but uh, as far as the connections, I like when things happen organically. Mm-hmm. So like it's been four, it's probably been five years since we shot that show. I'm VH1, yeah. so yeah. like, nah, I'm not gonna like reach out to Rick Ross. I got his number, but like, I, he probably doesn't have the same phone, so he's gonna be like, who the fuck is this? Yeah, he probably right. wouldn't answer. Right. Yeah. Um. So it's like Lenny S told me to keep sending him music. See, the the the, the whole shit with the show was I, I ended up getting screwed. You know what I mean? Like, they uh, they wanted me on the show because I was a battle rapper who could body everybody. And when they didn't like somebody, they used me to get the person kicked off the show by making them battle me. They uh. never checked out my music. They didn't give a fuck about my music. And when DJ Khaled said that I was the best one and DJ Drama said I was the best one and fucking uh, DJ Mustard said he was going to give me some beats and shit, like, they didn't care. They They were looking for fucking, you know, the next fucking little Uzi Vert or whatever, which is cool, man. Everybody's got their lane, but sure. ain't nobody gonna play me. That's why I went public with what happened. Right. I was like, yo, fuck that. Like they tried to play me on the show and made it look like I forgot words when they cut music off. Like I stopped rapping because they cut the beat. Right. Ah. Right. Damn. So so there was two performances, right? The real performance, which I bodied, and then there was a, a dress rehearsal where during the dress rehearsal, I'm in the same clothes, so it looks like the same scene. I'm rapping and Russ is Russ is fucking DJ 
said his laptop unplugged, which doesn't make any sense because there's a fucking battery on a laptop. Exactly. Right? The music is turned off, and I look up at the DJ booth. This isn't the real performance, and I go, yo, what the fuck? Right? And they use that on the show to say why they wouldn't sign me, but they uh, wouldn't. They didn't want to sign me because they weren't interested in the music. That's crazy. I was just, Damn. yo, if, 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 if people looked at it on VH1.com, right? VH1.com, they had a poll. Who should win? And I was 10,000 votes ahead of the person in second place. Damn. That's crazy. Who won it? I don't even yeah. know. Who Nobody. won it? Nobody. And everybody oh. got deals and nobody did anything. I'm the only one who left that show and became successful. No That's shit. That's crazy. Damn, I mean, man. I, 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 I shouldn't say that. The one girl ended up on Love and Hip Hop. Um, and uh, my man Tay Walker, he is fire. And there's another dude named Marcellus Javon who's fire. Like, they're real good. I don't know what they, they're doing. The one lives in L.A. and works with, like, the internet. Okay. Uh, he was, like, down with Mac Miller and shit. He, like, played piano and some of the shit. Okay, like, he's right. fire. And so there was there was people on the show, and I hope they're successful. I just don't see them. Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. We, don't, we don't really run in the same circles. So. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. That's hell. So, so all that said, yeah. Ren, like what, what's your outlook on things right now? I mean, without laying out like the master plan and maybe you don't have it all figured out yet, but like, I f- it feels like 33s, um, you know, a little bit of kind of like a, um, maybe a reintroduction, um, not re- yeah. a reintroduction, but I guess it could be from like a full length standpoint, but like, where, where do you see things like looking forward after this record's out? I don't know because okay. I'm not. I'm not going to make music anymore for other people. I've I decided that over the past, you know, pandemic and all that shit. I'm like, yo, I'm trying to put stuff out and like, especially like doing stuff that sounded like, you know, like the the Griselda sound and all that kind of shit. Like, yeah. yo, I'm just making music, trying to like get people to like comment and like. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Instead of like, like this felt like a release. I I put this out and I was like, yes, like this is for mm-hmm. the world now, right? And that's right. what I want to do. I want to make music for me to get things off that I want to say to say some fly shit and to create a body of work that people can listen to and maybe hopefully not just listen to one time and go back and find the depth within this, within what I'm saying. Like if J rock didn't drop an album called redemption, that's what this would have been called. You know what Mm. I'm saying? Because like, Uh. this is, this is how I feel. I feel I, I say it on the project. I'm like, this this is redemption. For the last three years, I wasn't mentioned because I refused to troll for validation and attention, right? Because mm. I'm 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 not I'm I'm not trying to be one of these dudes. Like right. I, I just want to put out cool shit, right. and, and and whether people like it or not, if I think it's cool, I'm gonna drop it. So like, whatever happens from here, that's up to that's up to whoever. You know what I mean? Whoever, whatever everybody believes in. I I don't I don't really know what I believe in all the time. So you know whether you want to call it God or fucking Jesus or whatever, you know what I mean? So like whatever is going to happen is going to happen. The plan is laid out and you know, I'm just going to keep creating. I'm going to keep, I'm going to do what I do best, which is rap. So I'm going to do that. And hopefully, you know, you never know what's going to happen. I I never thought that my career would have got to where it was. You know what I mean? Like I didn't plan to sit down next to Sear in a bar. I didn't, you know, plan to run into pumpkin head and poison pen at a battle rap show because of some fucking song I did with some DJ who we met in a bar. You know what I mean? Like yeah. <laughs> it's all serendipity. It all happens by accident. So yeah. whatever, I, all I can do is play my position and my position is to be a rapper. You know what I mean? Speak on what I feel and my feelings. And that's it. Yeah. No doubt. That's gotta be a relief, man. 
to it a is. degree, you know. It doesn't feel like there's that much pressure because, like, right. I'm not chasing a single. I'm not doing none of that shit. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to fucking hang out with a bunch of people I don't like no more. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to do that. I hung out with dudes, like, that are in the industry, and I fucking hate their guts, but I got to fucking yeah. play cool next <laughs> I love this dude, man. I love this dude, man. Yeah, this we the real shit right now. Yeah, this we the real shit right now. I'm yeah, yeah, we. I, I think we we would get along famously, Ren. Absolutely. Uh, so. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Hopefully, Absolutely. hopefully, one day we'll be able to get together in no uh, you know doubt. Atlanta or up top or something no like that. Man. But one hundred percent. Yeah, no doubt. It's been a real pleasure, man. We Hell really appreciate yeah. your time tonight, nah, likewise. dude. Uh, tell everybody where they can go get the record, where they can support. Um, and uh, yeah, man, we'll, we'll let you we'll let you get on. Uh, you know about your night. We're gonna get into some of these joints off the record too. So awesome, awesome. Uh, yeah, you can get the out al- the albums exclusively on Bandcamp right now. Uh, just go to Bandcamp, type in Ren Thomas. There's only two projects on there. Uh, it's called Thirty Three. Uh, entirely produced by Nem Nieves. Uh, and uh, I think people are really gonna like it. So far, everybody that's been hitting me about it is like, I think this is your best work. So. That's good. You know, that's 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 what my goal is. My goal is to every time I put something out that is better than what I put out last time. You know what I mean? So awesome. uh I tell you what, Ren, I was re- I'm really glad I was really glad to hear you kind of speak on like not getting pigeonholed into that like, you know, down tempo or lower tempo stuff and that sound because um you know, I uh, we, we try we make a really conscious decision of not just being like being there as well because it's really easy to be in that lane and like right. um you know, it, it is, uh, you know, quote unquote, you know, popular now or whatever you want to call it. But we, we try our best to have a, uh, a varied sound here on the show, man. And it was, um, it was really nice to hear, you know, what you did, like, not only like, you know, uh, beat selection wise, but content and topic wise, man, like it's, um, right. it's a great record, man. So, no doubt. um, Thank you. Thank you know, you. I'm glad you went out, you know, and, and did what you thought was, you know, the thing that you needed to do. And that's what we got. So, yeah, uh, yeah. we appreciate that. Man. I appreciate it, guys. No doubt. Ren, keep it pushing, All right, man. Ren Good Thomas. to talk to you tonight, man. Yeah, right. yeah. 33 out now. Thank you, boss. Peace. Peace. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peace. All right, Meeks. Yeah, man. There you go. That was a great one. That was a great one, wasn't it? Yeah, man. I mean. Damn. I had I, no idea. Nah, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't get a look at the prep topics till I got here because okay. that's the kind of day I had. Well, um, you were trying to relax. I was trying to. <laughs> yeah, I, I tried my damnedest. Um, can't say that I was successful. But um, nonetheless, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, great one. And You're going you're gonna to like these records, too. Nah, man. I'm looking I know forward you are, to yeah. it, man. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like... Um, I, I you you see this cat, and then you get to know his story, and it's it makes you want to hear the music for sure. So yeah, um, this is know, why we love doing the interview yeah, session so that, much, man. Let that, let that be a motivator to whoever's listening to this interview. Um, like you should be able to feel this guy, um, just from what he's saying and how he's talking to us and everything. Yeah, like for that. sure. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's funny, man. It goes back. I had a I had a little conversation with uh, with Oxygen, Big Ox, uh, last week because mm-hmm. you know we played a joint off his age age appropriate remix yeah. project. If you guys yeah. haven't heard it, make sure you go check it out. Remixes from Precise and um, Applejack, dope shit. But anyway, Ox hit me. He was like, "Look, man, he's like, I I really appreciate you like 
finding a place for me in the show last week. He's like, you know, the type of music that I make now is not like, is not the sound or not, you know, I, I, I kind of know what's going on. And like, there, there aren't, there aren't many folks making music like me. The reality is, is there are, there is. Yeah. That's a thing. There's a lot, there's a lot, but you know, if what, what I'm saying is just, he's like, you know, look, I just try to make music from the heart. And that's the, that's, that's the, that's the catch. And that's basically what Ren was saying, right? Yeah. It's like, at least for us, that's the catch. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, like, for sure. Like 1,000%. Absolutely. Like, I mean, and I think it's safe to say that we can tell when dudes are presenting their music 100%. that way. Yeah. So it goes a long way, man. And no we, we appreciate, we appreciate anybody that, that still approaches the music that way. Yeah, man. Yeah. All right. Yeah, homie. We'll see. 302. Uh, go back and uh, 303. I'm yeah, sorry. Go yeah. back and check 303. You're going to get into these Ren Thomas joints. Yeah. Make sure you go to Bandcamp and you buy this motherfucker. Yeah, man. Even if you hear this after it's streaming, go back and buy that joint. Yeah. All right. It's the yeah. least you can do. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, Cigar Jaw, Doe and Meeks. Smithsonian Great. We you out. Know it. Peace. Out.